you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hey, hi. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today. We are um, recouping from some uh, technical difficulties yes. this morning. We came up here, we podcast sort of in a like weird attic-y room. <laughs> attic-y right? room. I don't know what yeah. it is. It's like the attic of the station. Nobody ever comes up up here it's like the haunted weird room it's and it could be haunted that's maybe where our that's equipment what we doesn't work our, none of our equipment worked and it was like a thank goodness we had people who came up to help us but kudos to the guys who it was fixed like our scary system. for a moment we didn't know if it was gonna happen it's like we all Woo. need like a little drink after that I know. um but here we are nonetheless um okay i want to start um my husband brian like sent me this uh week oh, or so well, ago you said brian i thought you meant our boss oh brian. no 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 brian oh. my husband. <laughs> yeah okay mm-hmm. makes more sense yes yes uh, although I would take, I mean, I would take article suggestions from Brian, our boss. Um, no, this was Brian, my husband, who was like, oh, I th- thought this was really interesting and, like, we should, you know, think about this as we're raising River. And I was like, oh, this would be good for the pot. It's not really an article. It's a guy who um, he tweets out some, like, points. Um, W.D. Morris yep. Jr., mm-hmm. if you want to look him up. Mm-hmm. David Morris, yeah. Um, he's on Twitter. And um, so it's um, – Parents have to choose their battles. Eight fights worth picking with your kids. So there's he has a couple of points here. Um, any that specifically stood out to you? Yeah. So one of them I liked, go outside. Basically, yes. like, don't take no for an answer. Make your children mm-hmm. go outside. Mm-hmm. That's worth that's worth fighting with your kids over. Um, work, like, basically meaning, like, don't let them be lazy. Like, mm-hmm. force them to mm-hmm. do things mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. out around the house, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Um, and then the other one that I really liked was fight the me first like do everything you can to make sure that they know that life is not just all about them I feel like that's easier because you have four kids so like your kids <laughs> just like automatically like, know yeah 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 um yeah and I think that one is I mean especially as somebody who has an only child that's especially mm-hmm. um difficult uh, I like the this is one that we struggle with in my household to make your kids eat as a family just because we all have mm-hmm. such crazy schedules mm-hmm. sometimes it happens Oftentimes it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. uh, just because River and I will eat early because mm-hmm. we have early bedtimes. Mm-hmm. Brian won't be home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll eat after I put River to bed if Brian's like mm-hmm. out of town. It's mm-hmm. just it gets complicated. And I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Did you eat as a family as a kid? We did. Um, you know, there's a pretty good age gap between my sister and brother and I. Yeah. Um, so I feel like once they got older and like high school, it got a little bit less. But my parents did really try to make that yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, and we try to do it. Um, but, you know, it's obviously easier when your kids are little, like, right, once they're older and doing more activities and, right, you know, it's tricky. But, yeah, I think it's important, though. I like it. Um, I also like the make your kids read because mm-hmm. um, I could totally, especially with, like, YouTubes and iPads and phones these days, I could see where this would be um, uh, challenging. And I like how he talks about 
One of his four kids was a, was a natural reader who always had a book in his hands. For the others, it was a fight, but it's a fight worth picking because reading is tied to everything from cognitive development to the ability of focus. Um, this I thought this was interesting. He has a wife who, who um, d- does some teaching, and she says of all the tips, tricks, and hacks she can provide, there's one thing she says she can't overcome, a kid who didn't read. Mm. Uh, I, you, I'm a natural reader. Like mm. as a kid, like people, kids made. Fun, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like kids made fun of me for reading, mm-hmm. um, and I recognize because I I'm always surprised. Like when other people are like, yeah, I don't get a chance to like read that much. I'm always like, oh, like how tragic. So I sort of recognize that it's not for everybody, and I wonder like how do you instill that in your kids, or is it just mm-hmm. something that like. You know? I mean, I can already tell just from my yeah. kids. Like, Ella Ray loves Is to read. a reader. She read. Yeah. She learned how to read really quickly. She loves to yeah. read. And Henry will read when, like, he has, like, little homework yeah. books now that he's yeah. learning to read. And he'll do it. Uh-huh. But I can tell it's just not, like, he has no desire right. to do it like Ella Ray does. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you can obviously, like, prompt them along and, like, right. try to get them to do right. it. But, yeah, I do think you're right. I think there's some people who are just like, I love to read. Right. Right. And other kids who are like, me. I'd yeah. rather, like, and play. And I do think it, like, help, I mean, I think it helps you understand history. I think it helps oh, you everything. with your, like, SATs, your GREs, whatever. Everything. But I think it's a challenge. You so, know, yeah. Um, some good some good tips. I think it's I think it's fun to, like, think about, like, okay, yeah, like, there is always a struggle with your kids. Like, what things are we, should we really totally. be focusing on? No, you're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, like, if you, you can't, like, die on every hill. So these are right. some good points to like okay these are the like five things or eight things that like you, you should know, think about you should yeah. really like you know it's worth having the argument so yeah I liked it we'll post these so you can see some of them yeah so um our first article today um toddler literally swears off gentle parenting and grown-ups can relate quote she is me okay yes so um, we picked this because you gentle parenting yes yeah, so thing we, for you well so yeah so if you were listening to the last episode last episode two episodes ago two episodes ago yeah. we talked about gentle parenting and um i don't know how many moms out there are, are into this are not into this have heard of this but anyway katie and i got into a discussion about it on mm-hmm. the podcast and then i kind of like I told Katie, I, like, went home and I was like, am I a bad parent? Like, no. should I be gentle parenting more? Yeah. Like, are my kids going to grow up to be psycho people? Yeah. I don't know. Um, you had a talk with your pediatrician. Anyway, so the yeah. next day, I happened to be going to the pediatrician with Bennett for her, like, three-year well visit, whatever. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like, let me just bring this up. Mm-hmm. See what he thinks. Because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. a very open guy. Um, anyway, so he said, listen, yeah, I'm just going to tell you. I've done a lot of research. Okay. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before, the other styles of parenting. And he said, author- you know, there's authoritative, authoritative? and uh-huh. authoritarian. Author- authoritative is the less okay. strict, right? I don't know. I would think that would be the more strict. Right. So then authoritarian, whichever one is like the step down from like the most okay. strict. Okay. Um, he says research still shows that that's the way to go. Okay. But he said, you know, here's what I will tell you. Um, it totally depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he knows my kids pretty well. And he's like, you know, for some of your kids, you could do the gentle parenting and it would probably be fine. Yeah. For others, I don't think you could. I don't yeah. think you would, it would work. And he said, here's my fear with gentle parenting, that we try to do it on all kids and really, the, th- the problem lies where if you have a difficult child, a challenging child who's really pushing your buttons, yeah. the gentle parenting method really just kind of pushes you to do not as much when mm-hmm. they're acting out. And for some children, 
they need that. They need some sort of discipline, some sort of something. And I think dropping all of that and just letting them just kind of go with it is not necessarily the right answer. And he said, I do worry how some children are going to be when they're teenagers if they grow up in this, like, whatever you want to do is fine. But I don't think that's gentle parenting. I don't think gentle parenting is, like, whatever Um, you want to do, right? Well, no, you're right. But gentle parenting is that, you know, if they're having a meltdown, you don't put them in timeout. Right. You don't discipline them. You talk to them gently. And he's saying, like, that might not necessarily be the answer for every child. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's just a little update on on that little discussion with my pediatrician here in Asheville. Um, the the article, back to the, this particular article, yeah. um, it's hilarious because there's a video of it, um, you know, attached in this article. The mom is talking to this small child who's having a meltdown and says, you know, let's take the deep breath. Right. Let's, like, you know, do the gentle parenting yeah. thing. And I'm not going to yell at you. I'm just going to sit here and tell you to take breaths. And the kid literally says, this is BS, mom. Yeah. Literally. Like, Doesn't like, say BS. Says, like, yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's hilarious because the video is just so, like, it just it just. Well, so I think it's, it, like, right? how as, like, a parent you feel a lot of the times, like, okay, I'm going to talk you off the ledge even though you're crying about, like, you know, you can't find your stuffy at 3 a.m., you know? Right, right. right. Um, so anyway, as a kind of summary of, of the gentle parenting, I feel from the pediatrician, <laughs> from all these articles we've read, here's my opinion, not that you were asking for it. Um, you do you. I think you have to know what's best for yeah. each child. I think that's true. I think you have to figure it out. And I think that, you know, I was feeling really guilty that I wasn't being more of a gentle parent. But I think that you, I, I think the best advice is to just like think about all the things, right? Like, okay, I've read it. I've read up on it. Here's how gentle parenting works and the kids it might be good for. Here's how, you know, authoritarian parenting works and what it might be good for. And just be aware of all the things. And then really when it comes down to it, just do what you think is best. Right. I mean, isn't that what we're all doing? It's just like the best that we can. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. And, and I don't think there's one answer that's like the be all end all like, okay, uh, the, the, the research and the, you know, experiences are in and the winner is parent like this. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So interesting. Don't stress about your parenting, folks. Just know that you're probably doing fine. There we go. There's your My advice. advice. Karen Zappalak's like best, best advice. <laughs> Mom's the word. Okay, uh, I didn't plan this, but it works out actually rather well. Um, I have two books as my oh, okay, okay. Um, and it's a little bit of something for everyone. We're coming up on like vacation season, so maybe you're like looking for a good book, you know, mm-hmm. on the plane when your kids aren't harassing you, or you know, I don't know, at the laying beach. on the beach. Exactly. Like I mean, that doesn't really happen. Like, perfectly. don't make me laugh. Yeah. Don't make me laugh. Um, but as you dream of the books that you might, yeah, possibly read, which you won't. Um, okay. So, my first one is one that's um, it's called The School for Good Mothers. It's by mm. uh, Jessamine Chan. Um, this is her debut novel, and uh, it's gotten a lot of buzz. It came out in January, and it, it's gotten a lot of buzz. So you might have seen seen it written up. Um, it's about a woman who um, she's like an older mom. She makes one bad decision parenting. Oh gosh. Um, and she gets reported basically, <gasps> and um, this like kind of reported to DSS to yes police. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like social services. 
and so in order to get custody back of her daughter, to her daughter, they send her to a school. It's really the school for bad. The name of the book is The School for Good Mothers, but the school is the school for bad mothers. Okay. And it's like this institutional um, year-long school that I'm, I don't want to give away too much, but it's horrifying. Hmm. Okay. And the whole book is kind of in that vein of like, um, like uh, Handmaid's Tale, like, okay. like uh, Margaret Atwood. It, do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And it's really like a social commentary about how hard it is to be a mother, like the societal expectations of being a parent. But I think specifically, um, you know, the pressure that you feel as a mom, mm-hmm. it's like very thought provoking. It's a page turner. And it's like ultimately – I had like as I was reading it, it was so good but I was telling my sister I was like I was having bad dreams about it like oh, it was just no. so it, like, I got know, into your head it really got into my head so I don't know if I would totally recommend it for I don't know like a vacation read but mm-hmm. I do think it's I think it's a book that you're going to be hearing a, a lot more as they come out with like the best books of 2022 and I think it's definitely thought provoking so think about it okay um my second book because I was like I can't leave people like I need to give you guys something else right okay. like I don't yeah, yeah. So this one, I'm in the middle of it. It's called The Love Hypothesis. It's by um, mm. Allie Hazelwood. Okay. Um, and it's like all fluff. And it's a grad student who fakes a relationship with one of her professors for like, Ooh. there's there's mutual reasons. But of course, you might guess they actually end up falling in love. And it's like fluff. And it's funny. And it's like cute. And it's not giving me bad dreams. Um, Great. So I highly, I this would be like your beach read, and mm-hmm. um, the school for good mothers would be like your nighttime. Yeah, like, like maybe your like yeah. book club mm-hmm. read, if you will. Um, yeah. Do you know what's funny? I have, I love the sound of both of these, but I have to yeah. be honest with you, and you'll find this hilarious. Yeah. Um, I uh, haven't read a book in ten years. I, have, oh, I haven't read a book in a while. Okay. Um, I, tr- I wanted to read one on maternity leave. I just am realizing I forgot to do that. Oh, but anyway. Put it on the list. Um, I am so bad that I was like, oh, I need to look in Baby Wise. I don't know if other other folks out there are big Baby Wise people, but we love it. Um, but, you know, you forget after each kid, yeah. right? And so the other day I was like, oh, I need to look in Baby Wise and see where Sam, like when is he supposed to change to like the three-nap schedule, like yeah. yada, yada, yada. And I literally was like, I don't have time to do it. I think I'm just going to leave it out and ask the nanny to, like, read that, that chapter. Go? And, like, well, I haven't asked her yet. But, I, like, literally that's where I am with reading is that I have to, like, ask the nanny to read it and tell me you what You need, like, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, like, can you please read this chapter on, like, this age group? Right. Uh, you know, and then just tell just me like what we're supposed to be doing know. with Sam right Okay. Now. Like, let me know. Um. Well, I mean. So I'll, I might have to have her read these Do you need just, like, books? the, like, yeah. the Cliff Notes version? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. No, but they're good. I mean, they're good books if you need a break from your Netflix no, yeah, I mean, I read, like we should all be reading at night versus Netflix, really. Yeah, I do, but um, it's because so I have to go to bed. Reading. I know, but yeah. I have to. It's because I have to go to bed at like six o'clock at night, and I, if I like watched Netflix, I would like never go to yeah, sleep, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's just a good way to wind down. Uh, okay, what's what's next here? This what's is next? you. Uh, this my is husband, me again. My husband okay. keeps sneaking treats to the kids. Oh my gosh, this really mm. resonated with me. Not that my husband doesn't sneak treats. But there's, like, other people in River's life who, um, Mm -hmm. like, I kind of feel like sometimes, like, overindulge her. Brian, too. Because I feel like I'm the gatekeeper of, like, all things, right? Like, too much screen time. Too much, too many French fries. Too much Mm -hmm. chocolate. Too Mm -hmm. much, I don't know, Mm -hmm. what are, Mm -hmm. like, the other bad things your kid does. I don't know. Um, So this is from News Talk, by the way. And it's, it's a woman who's writing in for advice. My husband 
would regularly give treats to our kids 10 and 12, but I've been trying to encourage them to stick with healthy foods and minimize sweets, particularly in the last year or two, as they can really overdo it with sugar. My husband, however, continues to bring home packets of sweets and chocolate bars for them and makes them promise not to tell me. It's now become like he is sneaking them treats behind my back, which they love and he delights in. So I think there's two issues here. I think one is like your kids are probably eating too many sweets. Right. Uh, Which, and to be honest, feels like the lesser of the problem totally, in this case. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the second is, um, you know, kids need to see, this is what the, the person writing the column says, um, they need to know that their parents are in it together even if you're parenting apart. Um, it creates confusion and uncertainty for children. It can bubble into things like anxiety and stress-related stuff if, like, there's, like, a bad cop, like, a good cop, mm-hmm. bad cop mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, ultimately not, not good for your kids and not good for your partnership. Um, and so the person the person writing the, the advice column suggests that you have a nonverbal signal that means you're going to set, a time, set aside mm-hmm. time later to, like, discuss the real, mm-hmm. like, are we going to let our kids have sweets mm-hmm. five days a week or two days a week mm-hmm. or one day a week? What's our, what's our yeah. plan? Yeah. Um, so do you feel find this with Brian? Like are you like one of you will give in? Or, yeah. Or, I mean you know? I'm like much more uptight than right. than he is. about. Like I said, I'm the gatekeeper of the sweets and the screen mm-hmm. time. And he's kind of like, dude, like you're making our lives so Do you feel like so River can um, pick up on that already? Like is she already like daddy like no, wants to go no. to him more? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think that's happening yet. But I foresee it. I, do, I think he is the stricter parent in terms of behavior. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm the one who um, is stricter with like the food and the bedtime and right. the routine. Correct. And, like, the, yeah, I'm the yeah, one yeah. who's like a, a hardliner about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, River doesn't know it yet, but I first, you know, she's not quite four yet, but it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming mm-hmm. in our life. What about you? Um, yeah, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm I'm probably the stricter one. I know I'm the stricter one. Yeah. Um, of us. But you know, it's funny. In th- this article, kind of speaks to this. There's times when the kids will ask one of us something and like Gregory will say either yes or no and I'm like not how I would have responded yeah. but we do try like even in those moments I'm like all right I'm gonna go with it yeah like, you ju- I think you just and this is what this article is saying you just have to st- like have a solid yeah. stance together yeah. and there have been times that he said like yeah you can have popcorn and I'm like Ugh. no but I'm like okay he said it I'm right. just gonna act like that's fine right. and I'm gonna be like yes that's fine right you know, so I think that's just, you know, and every once in a while, if the things in our house seem pretty minor. But, yeah, I think it's just the most important thing is for them to see that, like, mom and dad agree. Yeah. They're not arguing. They're not going to, you know. Right. And the good cop, bad cop is, cop is the worst. Mm. Like, I just, I mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Um, I wanted to say there was one article, the quote in this article that stood out to me, which really doesn't have that much to do with anything, but I just thought it was a good quote. Children do need boundaries and limits because it really creates that inner state where they feel emotionally stable and safe within relationships where there are clear boundaries and limits. Yeah. And that just is so reassuring to me that, like, yes, there is a reason why, Katie, like, we are the gatekeepers. And while we do set these boundaries and these limits, they need them. They thrive on them. Well, yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I will just say this. I'm super strict about bedtime, but mostly – because I have to have a strict bedtime. And so any deviation from like the be- even on the weekends like Rivers like bedtime gives me like super anxiety. But I will say this and I think Brian would agree with this like when when River was very little and she wasn't sleeping and I was like, "All right, we got to like we got to lay this out. We're going to do this every night." Like he would be like, "It's really like you who figured out the like River like does she ever want to get in the bath? No. Does she ever want to go to bed? No. But like 
you know, she's a pretty, knock on wood, she's like a pretty like decent sleeper. And like, I think kids like thrive on having boundaries and, and having schedules. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately it's a good thing. And I think that's what this, this article is talking about too. And like knowing that they're like, there's stability in their life, mm -hmm. like their parents mm -hmm. are on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there have been times, you know, our kids are a little bit older now. There have been times that I can see someone misbehaving and I lay the hard line, like, no, like, you need to go, yeah. do, you and know, whatever. Like, oh. And it's almost like they needed that. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, okay. And they, like, go do it. They take a minute. They have, like, quiet time in their room. And I can feel that yeah. they were like, I was misbehaving. Probably not purposely, but, like, some some subconscious level. They were misbehaving, yeah. needing that reset, needing yeah. that boundary, needing yeah. someone yeah. to say, no, you can't do that. Right. And, you know, they needed that parent to step in and, like, force that. Uh, punishment. I don't know. So I think I think they do thrive on that. Um, okay. So the next article is from Motherly. Okay. This is why you're tired, <laughs> Katie. Uh, motherhood yes, is yes. equivalent to working two and a half jobs, um, which we all knew, right? We all knew moms are tired. Yes. But I like this because it breaks it down into like quantitative. Like here's mm -hmm, exactly mm -hmm, what. Mm -hmm. So listen. Um, the approximate they, – they, of course, did a study of 2,000 parents of kids aged 5 to 12. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the approximate uh, – the average number of hours worked a week, 98. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and and the, is that, like, with your full-time job or is that yeah, just, yeah, like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. your job and your, your job kids and, and like, kids. the whole thing. Okay. Um, and then the average day, like, length of a day for moms – is 6.23 a.m. to 8.31 p.m. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, for Katie, it's even longer because you get up at 2, so... Ugh. Well, right, but I don't. I go to bed before 8.30, so I'd say it's about the about the same. Um, yeah. And then, here, this one really got me, too. Um, the approximate amount of time that a mom has to herself each day, one hour and seven I minutes. literally highlighted that, too, because yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's less. less. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just interesting to see, like, you know, it's one of those things we all knew, but, like, to see it broken down that way is like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. no, we deserve to, like, complain a little bit right. and to, like, feel right. really overwhelmed and really tired yeah. because we are. And this is why you need, like, a support system, by the way. Like, uh, like you need you need coffee. You need, like, a boss who understands the challenges of being right. a parent. You need nannies. You need babysitters. You need neighbors. You need grandparents. Like, you need all those people. Well, and sometimes, do you, I mean, I know you do because you have a crazy schedule. But, like, there are times when I'm like, you know, I slept pretty good last night. Like, I, like why am I so tired? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is unfortunate. My baseline is basically like, yeah, like you're always tired. There's like never a day where I'm like I'm feeling good, yeah, which is yeah. kind of a sad commentary. But it's just, it's like I don't know, it's just kind of. True. But it does make me feel like okay, like there, you know. And then sometimes I'll be like, well, you know, when you think about it, like the mental exhaustion really plays into it a lot. Too. Yeah, well, that's what I was just gonna say. It's like it's probably less about how many hours. You sleep, mm -hmm. but just like think about all the things you're like juggling, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're juggling like your investigative reporter duties here mm -hmm. at the TV station. Um, you're like balancing like your did your are your kids like sick? Did they brush their teeth today? Mm -hmm. Like did mm -hmm. they get to school? All the things. Like um, do they have doctor's appointments, dentist appointments? Like your hair appointment? Like. All of those things. Oh, I should get a hair appointment, speaking of. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your hair looks really good. Yeah. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, no, I think all the things, like the the physical work and the 
yeah. mental work when you add it all up like this totally makes right. sense yeah um but speaking of sleeping win of the week Oh, I have a you win. Have like a, oh, I have okay. a win. Okay. And this is like an actual win. Oh, good. It's, my not normal, a, it's not a like a lose that it's like actually you're trying to make my, it. Yeah, win. like the, my normal like fail yeah. slash win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I like knock on wood. And I feel bad to even admit this because I feel it. like there's going to be moms out there who are like, I, I hate, hate you. you. Yeah. Is this like Sam sleeping like 13 hours yeah. a night? He sleeps like 10 plus hours. Every night? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Talk to us next week. Yeah. Um, I know. I need to knock on wood. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he's three months. But like I said earlier, we are big baby wisers. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is it. And I don't, I also think that we just have good sleep genes, which I should probably credit my husband with because he's a really hard sleeper. Um, I don't know. He, like, I put him down. And the, the nice thing is, I can kind of fudge it a little bit. Like, anywhere between eight to nine, I can put that puppy down. And uh, he's not really stirring yeah. to like seven. So, and, 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 He'll he'll often wake up in the morning and like, and I'll just go in and pop the pacifier in, and he's like, oh okay, I'll sleep for another cool. hour. That's cool. Yeah, well, you are like, come lucky. get me when lucky. when it's time. Yeah, yeah, I feel really really lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge like to have that, um, not added on my plate. You know, yeah. like to have like okay, I at least know that he's probably gonna sleep. I mean, every once in a while he'll stir at like two, but yeah. again, you just pop the pass in and he's fine. Um, yeah, it's been really nice. He's a good, I think he's just like, I'm just gonna like be as easy as possible yeah, and just sleep like as long as I can. Through. He might yeah. like, may, who knows, maybe he wakes up and like hears the other children going crazy and is like, you know what? It's I'd rather just stay in my crib. Yeah. Like just, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm good. yeah, I'm yeah. Good. come get me when they're all off to school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wake yeah. up and like yeah. get my day Good. Started. Good. I mean, that's, yeah, that's really good. good. Like sleeper. that's like. The most stressful part, I think, of having a new baby is, like, frequently you just don't sleep. I know. So we're lucky in that category. Um, Hope all you mamas out there are getting some good sleep. Mm. Yes. Hope you're sleeping more than Katie. Indeed. Um, And if you're not, now you know why you're so tired because not only only are you not sleeping, but you you get an hour a day to yourself. Just an hour. Yeah. Um, but live up that hour. Maybe you can uh... read some of these books. Yes. No, you'll just watch Netflix. It's okay. No, I think I think a lot of people read books. I Do wish they? I I wish I could. But yes, I I feel like I will someday. Just not okay. today. Good. All right. Have a great one. Don't forget to look us up on social media and follow along on Facebook, Instagram. We have a new Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, so check that out. We're posting all the articles and more on there. So uh, lots of good. Um, thoughts on this whole parenting gig (laughs) bye guys have a great week thanks for listening